Because we've got you covered on the music escape with Vivi, Fang Ming, Wan Fei, and Hannah. Right here at Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. Welcome to Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. You're tuned in to the music escape with Vivi, Fang Ming, Wan Hui, and Hannah. And on this week, we have another very special guest with us, all the way from Canada, is singer songwriter Tia G. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> Hi Tia, we're so happy to have you with us here today. How about you give our listeners a short introduction about yourself? Yeah, hello guys. I'm First of all, I just want to say that I'm so happy to be here. It's super duper exciting and I can't wait to hang out with you guys for the next little bit here. Um, so yeah, my name is Tia G. I'm a singer, songwriter and R&B pop artist from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And um, yeah, I pretty much just make music and um, do lots of live performances and stuff like that. And I had the opportunity to actually be with you guys like two years ago, which was super duper fun. And I um, had the chance to go to the Music Matters Conference to, you know, learn more about the business and to entertain. <laughs> That's so cool. It's nice to have you back with us after the two years as well. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I feel so happy to be back here. <laughs> right. Like speaking of music matters and like it being two years ago, has anything changed for you so far? Like how have you been? How's your life? Like in that two years since we last saw you, how, you know, what's going on with Tia recently? Yeah, um, honestly, the past two years, I mean, as you guys know also, it just has been super duper crazy and um, very unexpected. Um, obviously, we were in a pandemic for like forever since since the two years. And um, yeah, it's it's been a really, really uh, amazing ride, I think, just because I feel like, you know, we had the chance to, you know, be at home and, you know, hone into our our craft and had the chance to, you know, create more music and stuff like that. So that's kind of what I've been doing during the past two years of since I've been there. Um, I've been just working on some new music and really focusing on social media because that's also, you know, a big part of what I do. And um, so it was nice that I actually had the free time to um, really hone in that and, and to really work on, you know, uh, connecting with my audience that way just because we weren't allowed to, you know, do live performances for a while. So it's been nice. It's been it's been keeping me busy and, um, you know, just really getting to, you know, figure out who I am as an artist and being able to create more music for you guys. Mm -hmm. yeah. Blessing it's to all of us. Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy because, like, you know, it's, it's not what I expected for the next two years of me being there. But you know what? I'm very grateful that, you know, we're all still here and we're all still enjoying, like, live music and, and yeah, it's just it's been it's been a good time. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, also, it's great that. Oh yeah, yeah, Vivi. No, I just wanted to introduce Mildred because I realized we didn't know, in, like she's usually not on our show, so she came on today to chat with Tia as well. So yes, just now what who who you heard was Mildred. <laughs> yep. Sorry, you guys. I'm the I'm the ghost in all the different podcasts I hop around and like. <laughs> I love it. You know, international super spy kind of thing. But yeah, sorry. During that, going back to Hannah, so sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, like you said, it's like it's amazing how far we've come, you know, into the pandemic. And it's also really amazing that you still try to connect with your fans, right? So I saw from Instagram that you just had a live event a few days back, right? How was it? It was on the October 16th, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it was, <laughs> it was honestly such an amazing experience just because that, 
this was the first show back as just like a TAG show, which was super duper exciting. And, you know, during the time that we weren't able to perform, you know, we had to find different ways to be able to connect with our audiences that way, like doing through live streams, um, doing it through like Instagram stories. It's just like stuff like that. And um, it was just nice to be able to, you know, put a show together and kind of, you know, obviously we're still in a pandemic, but, you know, we got to kind of kick off the fact that, you know, with restrictions, we were still able to do a live show for people. And I think that is just, that's my favorite part of what I do is being able to do live shows and perform and share my music. And so it was really nice to kind of just like connect with people again and um, to share the love of music. Cause I think that's like the most important thing um, of what I do is to be able to, you know, share my music and put a smile on everyone's face. And I think it was really, really, really a cool experience. And it was really fun to be back on stage and perform for everyone. Ooh, yeah, really I bet nice. that felt great. Wow. Yeah, it was really, really nice. I, I'm, I'm really very amazed by your whole musical journey and speaking of how, you know, you are really passionate about music and um, having live events and just bringing music to the people. So actually, I read your biography on your website and wow, I was really, really blown away because your musical achievements at like such a young age, you know, winning the ATV Homegrown Talent Competition at just 14 years old, uh, granting you the opportunity to open for superstar Carrie Underwood and country pop artist Sam Hunt. So I'm really curious, how has producing music always been something you wanted to do since you were young? Or like, how do you discover your passion for music, actually? Mm -hmm. So I grew up in a musical household. Like a lot of my family, we listen to music all the time. And my parents, they, they do play instruments and uh, my mom sings and stuff like that. So I've always kind of been around music. And so growing up, um, I started singing when I was out. Uh, six years old I mean, not that great but still making sounds and you know enjoying music and stuff like that and um yeah honestly ever since i was young i've always been around music and always have had a love for it and i did my very first live performance at nine years old and honestly you know that is a very young age to kind of decide your career but honestly i knew that that was the big dream of mine and my parents have always told me to um you know always follow your dreams and do what you love to do. And honestly, at a young age, I, I, I luckily, you know, discovered that. And, um, and yeah, now I'm kind of like living it, which is, which is so crazy. And I'm very, very grateful and humbled to, you know, be able to do what I love to do and um, have that as my career. And that's kind of how I started my music journey and honestly kind of continued to continue since then. So yeah. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Wow, that's actually really, really cool. Like, you know, having uh, such a dream at a, such a young age and actually really going through with it. I'm really so happy for you, Tia. Yeah, thank you so much. And, you know, I, you know, growing up, it's like living in an Asian household as well. I don't know if you guys can kind of relate to that. It's, you know, there's always that stereotype of, um, you know, parents want, your parents wanting you to be a lawyer or a doctor or whatever anything that's kind of just in that higher realm. And it's not even just us um, Asians, it's, it's, it's everyone, you know, they obviously our parents are, their goal is for us to, you know, be successful and to, you know, live a healthy life. Um, but, you know, I'm, I just feel so lucky that my parents, um, 
you know, allowed me to do what I wanted and allowed me to be be happy and, um, you know, still make a living doing what I love to do. And so, um, yeah, it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely something that I'm very, very grateful for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Can, we can definitely relate to that because, yeah, it's, it's a typical thing growing up, I feel, especially in the Asian culture. So, yeah, very happy for you that you, your parents were supportive and it's very nice how you're, like, actually enjoying it now. So, yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's great that your parents like supported you since you're young and I think that's probably like a big part of the reason why you have so many like great performing experiences like under your belt like so many of them so I was like wondering which stage was the most memorable for you or do you have like any interesting anecdotes you want honestly, to share <laughs> honestly the most memorable moment would have to be um, for me in Singapore. It's been one of my biggest like goals and dreams to be able to perform abroad. And um, having the opportunity to do it at Music Matters was a dream come true, honestly. And being able to have the opportunity to do it on the main stage was absolutely incredible. And it was a nice feeling because, you know, one of my biggest dreams as well is to tour around the world and to be able to meet other people from different countries and you know, share my music that way. And so it was a really cool experience to be able to do that in Singapore. And it was my first time there. So, um, and my first time in Asia at all. So it was just such a, such a crazy experience. And um, honestly, the crowd in Asia, they know where it's at. They're real, <laughs> and they're always, always, you know, being loud and, you know, enjoying the music, which is so, which is so refreshing for, for me personally, just cause, you know, I, I've always wanted to, you know, perform elsewhere. So it was just really, really cool and it was really nice to be able to connect with other people and kind of learn more about um, just the culture down there. So it was really, really nice. I'm sure if I'm down there, I'll be like crazy. <laughs> so, yes, you have a really, I think you have a really solid vocal and I'm really jealous of that. It's really versatile, you know, like um, although you mainly specialize in like uh, R&B and pop, do you have like plans of like branching out to other genres? Just curious. Yeah, honestly, okay, so when I first started singing, um, you know, I grew up in a, a really small town, and so we were very, the music that a lot of the people that I, like, live with and, like, listen to is, like, country music and a lot of pop music and stuff like that, and so when I started out, I honestly never really kind of honed myself into, like, a specific genre. I, um, I used to sing all kinds of genres and stuff like that, and I think that's why, um, you know, I love creating music. It's because I feel like nowadays um, music is very versatile. And, and honestly, you know, I label myself as a pop R&B artist, but honestly, it's like pop music in general and just kind of like any kind of genre is kind of, I feel like it's been implemented in a lot of music today, which is super exciting. Even just like the old stuff, like the 80s music, 90s music, I feel like so much has been um, kind of implemented in our music today, which is super duper cool. And I feel like... Um, yeah, I feel like, you know, I I definitely would want to eventually kind of like branch out and kind of try different things and try different genres and stuff like that. And I just recently put out a EDM kind of like pop dance type of song um, that was my most recent single. And so that was super cool to kind of branch out a little bit and try something new, which I'm super duper happy that I did because um, I kind of found, you know, a lot of the kind of like stylistic production in that song that I know that I could kind of implement in like a different in R&B and like just like stuff like that so it's like really cool to kind of like cross you know genres and like um 
you know, add a little bit of a different type of fusion to it. So yeah, I do definitely want to kind of branch into, you know, different types of genres and kind of implement that and make it kind of my own sound. So yeah. Sure, I'm waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, we really have telepathy. I was actually going to ask you about your latest single, uh, Without yeah. You, actually featuring uh, Brendan LeBrock. So I, uh, yeah, just tell us viewers a little bit more about, you know, the song, what was it inspired by and how did you and uh, Brandon decide on this collaboration? Yeah, so, you know, obviously being in a pandemic, we weren't allowed to travel, weren't allowed to go anywhere really. <laughs> um, we kind of just had to stay home, which was, you know, which was really nice because I got to really um, focus on social media. And so that's kind of when I started my TikTok account. And um, just kind of since then, I, I've been getting, you know, DMs here left and right of like, you know, producers wanting to work with me. And, and so it was really, really cool that, you know, through social media, we had the chance to kind of work with people even outside of Canada and stuff like that. And so um, Brandon actually reached out to me on Instagram and, you know, saw some of my TikToks and he's a kind of like EDM dance producer as well. So, he, you know, he's always looking for vocalists to be a part of. Um, his tracks and stuff like that and so um, I was lucky enough that he uh, reached out to me and um, pitched this, this idea for this song and it was really cool because um, we he's from LA and so and I'm from um, Alberta and so we you know crazy enough with technology we got to create a song in completely different countries which was really cool and such a different type of experience um, and so pretty much we kind of he kind of sent me the base of the song and um, I was kind of, we were kind of just feeding off of each other's energy through like FaceTime <laughs> and, you know, uh, writing the song and being able to, uh, you know, I recorded it down here, sent it to him over there. He got to kind of, you know, do his magic and we created something really cool. So, um, yeah, it was really, really fun and really exciting. And um, it was definitely, again, something that was a little bit more different for me to kind of create, but it was a lot of fun and I'm glad with the finished product that we came up with. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> that's a new experience like working from with somebody from overseas and you only have like FaceTime and all that. So I guess yeah, that's a very nice experience to have now. <laughs> oh, totally. It's, it's definitely something that I'm like excited to share with people just because, mm. you know, it's crazy how much our technology has kind of like developed. And honestly, if we didn't have the high-end technology during the pandemic, <laughs> It was, yeah. it was really difficult, but I'm glad that you know uh, it's something that that was that's not um, that's not in the ordinary to you know create a song kind of in two different places. Mm. But yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> Can I jump in and ask? Do you have any collaborations in the future in store for us, or is there anyone that you want to collaborate with? You know, I. I've always wanted to, you know, continue with collaborations just because, you know, it's it's so fun to kind of, you know, work with another, you know, musical artist or um, just anybody really in general, just to kind of expand your your knowledge and expand kind of um, and broaden your mind in like creating music because, you know, music really, there's no rules to it, honestly. It's kind of like you just use your creative brain and, you know, try to come up with something and it's uh, it's it's something that's super cool. So honestly, I definitely would love to, you know, collaborate with um, not only artists, but even just like songwriters, different songwriters and different producers. Like, you know, it, my dream collaborator would probably be like Ariana Grande. Or, oh my God. Hey. 
Like, that would be so, amazing. A fan those, here. <laughs> those two would be, uh, like, amazing. Like, I, I genuinely would love to, to work with them and kind of, like, pick up their musical brain. And they're literally musical pro prodigies. So that would be, like, my, my dream collaborator. But as of right now, um, not not at the moment. But I, I, hope, I hope soon that I'll be able to yeah, collaborate. We hope so, too. That would be great. That would be yeah. so interesting. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think you have you have the talent for it. You ha you have yeah, a really good you vocal. Definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like listening. I was like, this vocal is gold. I'm like, in <laughs> <like>, jealousy. <laughs> I'm, ju I'm just curious, right? Uh, when you create your music, you know, what's your like inspiration process, or do you have like a do you have like a fixed process where you work on it or, you know, inspiration comes from day to day and then you start working on it whenever you want to? Yeah, I think that every day is, uh, you know, a burst of like um, inspiration. I think that the, like, one of the most important parts I feel like of our career is to experience a bunch of different things and just, you know, um, and travel and like just do, just do a bunch of crazy things to keep yourself inspired. And I think that, um, on an everyday basis, there's always something that, you know, kind of pops into my head. I'll just like write it down on my phone or um, anything like that. But once I get into the studio, um, I pretty much start with, um, we typically start from scratch. Every time I go into the studio, it's always something kind of brand new, which is really nice. And, um, and so typically my favorite way of doing it is laying down a track and kind of feeling out the vibe that I want to do for that day. And, um, and then kind of going along with that, we create like melodies throughout the track. And then honestly, once the track is kind of formed, it's a lot easier for me to kind of um, figure out what I want to write about and what kind of vibe I want to um, kind of go along with it. So that's kind of my favorite way of creating. Um, but honestly, it's, diff it's, it's different every time. Like sometimes I'll come in with a, a, a melody in my head already and kind of start with uh, kind of like an idea of what I want to write about. Um, and my favorite part is collaborating, collaborating with other songwriters and stuff like that. Cause I feel like, you know, they all say like two brains are better than one, you know? So I, I love kind of like feeding off of someone's energy. Cause then I feel like the song kind of just comes out more natural and it comes out more personal, which is really nice. So yeah, that's kind of like my songwriting process and kind of how I create my songs. Oh, that's really nice mm. actually. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah. <laughs> I also realized that you've released like a few singles so far and I've noticed from the first release, I decided to really listen to it from the first release all the way to the latest release. And I've, oh. I've, I've noticed that like lyrically, the song sort of tell, tell like a story. Like if I, yeah, correct me for if I'm understanding it wrong, but I felt like it told a story, like it started from when like somebody was feeling very down and then it like had its ups and downs as the tracks like progress from the sec first one, the second one, third one, then towards like the the last few ones, if I'm not wrong, it became more hopeful and uplifting. And yeah. I was just wondering, like, if it, it was it planned? Were you planning to like sort of tell a story, story through all the releases? Yeah, and I'm actually really glad that you pointed that out because that's kind of how I wanted my list of singles to kind of portray. Um, once I released them, that was kind of my goal. And so I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you mentioned that because that makes me very happy. Um, but kind of like with the songs that I created, the first four tracks that I actually um, put out, I did them all in Toronto. And um, kind of, I remember talking about it a little bit when I was in Singapore, kind of just the songs that I was creating down there. And um, I grew up not like 
dating and stuff like that was never kind of like the priority for me and um and it's not that my parents were like opposed to it it's just me personally i you know i wanted to focus on music and i wanted to focus on school and that was just never something that i was like it needed to happen like in high school especially because you're so young still and i you know i just want to still have fun just like be just be on my own you know um but obviously with that um when I was explaining how, like, you know, you need to experience things and you need to kind of, like, branch out and do other things, um, I think that the biggest thing in high school for me was my friendships with people. And, like, I think that um, friendships are super-duper important and having that social experience, like, in high school is, like, super important. And so um, one of my best friends, um, she was kind of going through her own thing with her, um, with her significant other. And... Um, you know, I was always kind of like the person to give advice, even though I've literally, what do I know? Like, honestly, I like movies and shows and stuff like that. So I'm like, what do I know? But, you know, I was always kind of that person that she came to talk to and uh, kind of was like the shoulder to cry on um, when things were like tough. And so that's kind of where I pulled my inspiration from for um, these songs, just because, you know, in general, all of us have our own feelings and um, it's Honestly, it's hard to it's hard to express them in a way that you know you can say your feelings, and I think that that's something that's so cool about music is that you can express it in such a different way um, without even really explaining the full story. It just like you just know immediately when you listen to a song, you know exactly kind of what feeling that w was coming through that that track, and so that's kind of where my songs kind of um, came about. Is that you know. Say was like the first track of, you know, someone being cheated on and like not, you know, feeling lost almost and like so blindsided by the fact that they would do something like that to you. And mm -hmm. um, and then kind of as the songs progressed, it was kind of more of like I'm, you know, trying to find myself and I think that I need to find myself on my own and learn to accept and love yourself before you can love someone else. And that's like probably the biggest thing I took out from that, from the songs that I created. And then um, the last track, See It Through, was you know, finally, you know, finally kind of breaking that barrier and breaking that shell of like, you know, accepting that it's okay to be on your own and it's okay to, to take time for yourself and love yourself. And, um, and I think that's honestly super duper important, um, when it comes to music is that, you know, you, you need to learn how to, how to just be okay with yourself and love yourself. That's like the biggest thing that I've taken away from, her experience and just like being able to create these songs that that was the message that I wanted to portray is that um, you know there was life before that person and you were doing just fine mm -hmm. and you can always learn from those experiences and you know uh, take away take away the lessons from that and implement it into your life now and be able to be a stronger human being and stand on your own so that was kind of how my songs kind of flowed together and I'm really glad that you mentioned that because that it's definitely how I wanted it to be portrayed. Oh, that's really awesome. nice. That's, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> I really had a lot of themes you explore. Do you have any like yeah. different themes in mind in the future that you might want to explore? Or are you thinking of continuing uh, to explore the same themes? Honestly, there is a lot of things that I want to explore. And I feel like, you know, I'm only 19 still. And I, mm, yeah. and, you know, I'm still so young that I feel like there's mm. so much more that you know, I get to experience, you know, one day maybe I will experience having a boyfriend. Yeah. You have a long way ahead of you. Yeah, yeah. a long way ahead, you know. I'm still, I'm still exploring. And not even just that, too. Like, I just think, like, in, in the near future, like, when things start to, you know, 
come back to normal, sort of, you know, I guess the new normal. Um, you know, I definitely want to travel more and I want to, you know, meet new people and learn about, learn about everyone else's kind of like values and like their culture and stuff like that. Cause I feel like that, um, that type of experience can, can create really great music. And so that's kind of what I want to, want to kind of discover and, um, you know, have that opportunity to do. Cause I've only ever really traveled in Canada and then went to Asia that last time. So I honestly haven't traveled that much. So that's kind of the main goal um, now that I'm out of high school and like have, you know, somewhat some kind of time to, you know, do that. Yeah, that's very nice. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you can like take another trip back to Singapore. We'll be more than happy to have you back <laughs> in in person and hopefully in a physical studio as well. Because oh, for right sure. Now we, like right now we can't do this. But girl, when you come back, we gonna treat you so good with all the like different delicacies. Just wait, just wait for it. But okay, so yeah, like even when you're talking, I gen. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna ask. What are guys' restrictions right now? Like, are you guys still on lockdown? Or sorry, I like totally didn't mean to back up. Wanted to kind of ask that. No, it's okay. I think we're not really on lockdown per se, but it's like there's a lot of like tighter restrictions. Yeah, it's very restricted. Yeah, yeah it, there's a lot of restrictions, and then like the la- just yesterday the cases numbers like hit a lot higher and all that. So we're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're just in we're in this like weird limbo period where it's like mm. a heightened alert we call it. So it's like we yeah. can hang out in like pairs. Yeah, and we can it can really dine in. It's it's a it's a thing, but like we're trying to get used to it as much as we can. Work yeah. from home still the default, but uh, you know we'll just have to push through. Hopefully, we'll see light at the end of the tunnel at some point in in the country. Yeah, in the country, but I think we're handling it well. So wait, how's COVID over there for you? Is it okay? Is everything opened up? Right now, it's all right. It's Whereas we obviously, we still have restrictions too, like masks are still mandatory and we actually have, I'm not sure if you guys have like those vaccine proof. Like, oh yes, yes. Yeah, yeah we started doing that. Yeah, we started doing that. So that's like if, you know, if you have your vaccine, you're able to like eat out and it's just like mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's still not 100% normal. It's a little bit better. But again, it's kind of the same thing where it's like highs and lows. It's like either the cases are like all the way up there or they go down a little bit. But you know, when holidays come, you know, Cases rise, and then when they're kind of like the same, so yeah. it's the same kind of limbo type of situation. Yeah. Limbo, right? Yeah. Like I really want to go and try a Tim Hortons like whenever I'm there because I heard so yeah. much about it, and I'm like, guys, I'll be able to let go. you guys know all the goods, all the good stuff to get. <laughs> yes, please. Just make us a list. Oh, we'll make a list it. later. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So let's just quickly. Go back to the, uh, like, we were talking about your singles and obviously, like, your growth has been showing throughout your first single to your latest one, of course. And, like, we see that, like, transition. Would you, so it's, like, a lot of maturity that comes out from you in your songwriting even. And I think it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So will these singles eventually end up maybe in a possible album that you can do? Yeah, that's kind of the goal, really. Um, I've been wanting to put out kind of like EP album um, for a while now. Um, But you know, with how things are nowadays, I feel like a lot of people tend to lean more towards singles. And I'm not sure if it's just because of like the way streaming is now, we don't have CDs now, we all kind of like listen through our phones and stuff like that. Um, 
but yeah, I, I've been working on doing an EP or some kind of album and hopefully potentially, um, it'll come out at the beginning of next year. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing during, um, quarantine and just like COVID and stuff like that is creating more music and kind of just, and kind of deciding kind of how I want my like album to be and what kind of stories I want to tell and um, kind of the creative process of that. So it's been, it's been a really, really fun ride and um, I'm just getting the pieces together and I, I can't wait to put it out eventually. And so hopefully, yeah, those songs that are already out will be on the album, um, but there's gonna be a lot of new music too, which I'm super excited about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't wait. <laughs> You're excited. You're so excited. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. I saw your Instagram and you just did a show in Canada, right? So tell us more about it. Is there any more plans, you know, to do similar shows when, you know, hopefully things settle down worldwide? Yeah, and so... That, yeah, that show was a very like spur in the moment type of thing too. Um, I definitely knew I wanted to create something and make it the purpose so that, you know, everyone uh, is obviously going through the pandemic. We're all going through it together. And I wanted to kind of do a show where we can all kind of get together and share the love of music. Everyone loves live music. I don't know one person that doesn't. And if you don't, yeah. I'm a little bit concerned. But, <laughs> but um, but yeah, so it, that was the kind of the sole purpose of why I did the show. And, um, you know, not only for me to kind of like expo, you know, give myself a little more exposure, but it was honestly just to genuinely enjoy music with other people again and um, to have that moment. Um, and so I will be doing another show again at the same location and everything like that. Um, it's going to be like a Christmas TG special. So I'll be doing um, a little Christmas show um, over there on December 11th. And so, yeah, kind of just getting back into that, um, you know, organizing a show and, you know, putting all the bits and pieces together. It's it's super duper fun. And I um, I definitely want to do more shows like that and eventually one day tour. Like, that's just the, that's the main thing. That's the main goal that I want. And um, and it's always been to kind of like share music with my with my fans and stuff like that. So that's. Um, the biggest thing for me and so yeah hopefully soon I'll be able to do that more but yeah as of right now we're just doing these little shows and kind of just kind of getting back into the swing of things and getting that together mm. oh that's really nice really looking forward yeah. to your shows hopefully you come to Singapore and we can yes I hope so too <laughs> Yes, guys, that's 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 true. I can't wait for Tia to do like a world tour and we can go out and enjoy concerts together as well. So, yes, you guys should stay tuned definitely to find out more about when all these live shows will happen. They will happen, that's for sure. Yes, <laughs> but, yes. <that's> <laughs> but yes, thank you Tia for answering all our questions. And I hope you guys got to know a little more about her, her too. So yes, let's take a break here and when we return, we're going to play a game of rapid fire questions with Tia, so don't go anywhere. Riding on the dizzying heights Riding on the dizzying heights Alright, welcome back to the Music Escape. You're still with us, Vivi, Fangming, Wonhui, Hannah, Mildred, and Tia. So in this segment, we'll be playing a game of rapid-fire questions with Tia, and each of us will be asking you a question, Tia, and you have to answer as fast as you can. But of course, you can feel, f like, feel free to elaborate and 
let's get to the first question. So, first question I have is, who's your favorite artist? All-time favorite artist? All-time favorite artist is Bruno Mars, hands down, 100%. Literally love him. Everything about his music, he does kind of like that ballad um, R&B feel, but he also has like some like 80s, 90s funk, which I really love. And so, he's definitely my favorite. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Will we see, will we hear that style of music from you coming soon as well then? 100%. He's Ooh, definitely one of my biggest inspirations. And I think that like production-wise, melody-wise, he's just got it all. And I want to just eat it up and take it all in. And Ariana Grande too. But Bruno Mars in general, yeah, number one. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so when the whole um, pandemic ends, what's the first place that you want to visit? I want to visit Mykonos or Greece. Kind of somewhere there. I know it's like very exotic, but I've always, I've seen so many pictures and I've seen so many kind of like touristy stuff that I honestly just going there with like no phones, no nothing, and just being able to take just the whole thing would be an absolute dream. So there. But LA is also a nice place to go to too. But yeah. That's like the complete opposite from my knowledge, right? Like no right. phones, no nothing. Then LA is like all the commercial commercialized stuff and all that. So yeah, that's right? interesting, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The next question, how do you like to spend your free time? Well, online shopping. shopping. <laughs> that, is my, that is my therapy, that is what I love to do. Um, but I also love like makeup and beauty stuff, like that's like also something that I love to do on my free time. But yeah, kind of something like that. <laughs> I know, right? Like the adding in cut, but you don't really pay for it. Right, there you go. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, like I heard all the shops. I was like, yeah, where are the brands you would hit up? Give us some brands you hit up. Top three. I would probably hit up uh, Aritzia, Nike, just like the brands like that. Like, I, I like love kind of like that um, trendy clothing, but like very like comfy vibe. Like, I'm into that. Yes, like, yes. the street style. Street stuff meets like athleisure, athleisure wear. Period. That's the one. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Oh, I think I think we have similar closets. So if I show up and raid your closet by accident, it's not an accident. Um, <laughs> oh, girl, anytime. <laughs> okay, I get it. I'm just <laughs> girl. Okay, <laughs> okay. So I have a question. I think it's important. So, what's your favorite TV show at the moment? This is Us has Thank been you. a really good TV show. It's like a. It's kind of like a family based TV show that I really like. But I'm also a huge reality TV fan. Like mm -hmm. I love, I love Love Island. Keeping up with Kardashian. Yeah. I'm like a I huge. Get it. It's like it's annoying, but I love it. I'm like I eat it up. It's so good. <laughs> I know. Same. Like I personally watch Love Island and I eat it up so bad. Like sometimes but, I'm like okay. I'm like no show. <laughs> if you ever end up on like one of these shows, I'll 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 vote for you. Like, I know it's outside my country. I'll still vote for you. So it's fine. I'll find, I'll find a way. If there's a will, there's a way. But go. love, I, I got to recommend Love Island Season 3 UK. Trust me, the best one. Best it one. It is best one, 100%. And honestly, like, if, if I was on there, you know, that'd be an experience to write about. So. <laughs> Girl, just just do it. Just do it at this point. Just do it. Honestly, honestly right. you know, at this point, you only live once, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> All right, so next question, which I hope will be a little more exciting for you. What's your favorite drink at Tim Hortons? Or favorite food? Or favorite food to get? Make your list now. <laughs> favorite drink 
is the caramel ice cap. I'm like a big caramel girl. And their ice caps are like, honestly, the ice caps are what you just know it's important when you drink an ice cap. Like, that's the best. It's like a coffee blended drink, caramel, whipped cream. It's so good. Um, Food-wise, their donuts are the best. I love their chocolate dip donut. I'm like a, I'm a, I'm a classic girl when it comes to donuts. I don't love a, a ton of stuff on there, but just a little chocolate dip. Chef's kiss. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey. Now I'm hungry. I want donuts yes. and like oh caramel God. coffee right now. So early in the morning today, I'm like, I could go for a donut. Well, let's go. Trying <laughs> <laughs> to get there right now. Now I'm starving too, you guys. I'm sorry I asked this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, going on to the next question. What does a day in your life look like? Day in life. Oh my gosh, a day in life for me is um, having a good morning routine, first of all, waking up early. Honestly, I, b- before I was like a night owl, like I just love to stay up late and wake up at two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, but I just realized for my health, um, it's a little, you know, it's a little better to wake up early and kind of start your day early. And so that's like my most important part is have like an actual morning routine where you, know, you get up in the morning, don't look at your phone yet. You kind of just take all in, Thank God that you woke up in the morning. <laughs> um, have a good breakfast. Um, I also like to sometimes do yoga in the morning to kind of just like wake my body up. Um, and my favorite thing is to take a shower in the morning. I, I have a shower every morning. I love to take my time to get ready and enjoy getting ready and stuff like that. Um, and then that's kind of when my day starts. I will either like respond to emails. Um, I will like have some meetings here and there. And then um, typically I like to you know, work on social media. So I'll like do some TikToks or kind of plan out some posts and stuff like that. Um, and then the fun part, I typically try my best to um, write and kind of like do that type of stuff and um, do vocal lessons and all of that fun stuff. Honestly, every day looks different, but that's kind of like the routine. Um, and then spending time with my family is very important. So I try my best to do that. Um, and then yeah i like to chill for the rest of the night and this is my downtime so i like to either read a book or watch some shows facetime some friends hang out with friends it's kind of like the vibe but oh. yeah every day looks different but that's kind of like the most generic like everyday type of situation that I like to Ooh, that's that. nice. yeah I, I think after this talk like what you just said i'm gonna be definitely inspired to wake up earlier because honestly <laughs> what you do like what you said you did previously yeah, no, let me tell you, though, it's, it's a struggle trying to keep up a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you know, before, alarms were, like, my best friend. I always had an alarm on. Now, now that I've been doing it for so long, I kind of just, like, naturally wake up mm-hmm. at a decent time. I like to say 8 a.m. is, like, my time that I like to wake up. Ooh, okay. 7.30, maybe? 6? I'm pushing it. That's a little too yeah, early. Yeah, that's But early. I like to at least take, like, three hours of my morning to do, like, my routine. Because then I feel like my day just feels so much better and I feel better about um, about my day and I feel so productive. And then, you know, waking up early just makes me more tired earlier in the night. So then I'm just like, okay, that's I'm good. And I sleep yeah. early. So that's a good thing. Ooh, wow, that's really nice. Healthy lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> I try my best. Sometimes it's not like that, but like I try my best. I try my best. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. I'm going to try from this day onwards. I'm going to try to wake up early, sleep okay. early. <laughs> Yes. Okay, next question. Sorry, yes? No, what time is it over there right now? Right now, it's 11.19pm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm supposed to be asleep now. I'm also, like, trying to keep to this morning routine. So, if, like, 
I try to wake as early as like 7 and then like I pick up a book and just ignore my phone for that one hour. Yep. At least like my brain are not like, you know. Yeah. And sometimes it almost like, like okay, going on your phone really isn't that bad. I It's just when you're on there and you see something like, there's a chance you're going to see something either negative or just like something that you just, it's just going to ruin your mood. Ooh, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I like to always just like, I'm going to just take care of myself and like, just um, appreciate that I woke up. Yes, that's <laughs> I don't want to see anything negative. So I try my best. And you know what? My, like, my day-to-day really, like, because we're in a pandemic and, like, a lot of the things that I do is on my laptop or whatever, always on my phone, always looking on the screen. Sometimes I just, like, not be on my phone and, and just enjoy that I'm alive and that it's a good day and, and I'm going to take on the day and be productive. So that's, like, my main goal. But, yeah. I loved that question. I loved that question. <laughs> This is really nice. <laughs> Alright, next question. If you could spend a day in someone else's shoes, whose would it be? If I could live her her like lifestyle on her day, or even like a Kardashian or something. Like, mm-hmm. if I could be <laughs> Kylie Jenner for a day and be a billionaire and not have a care in the world and um, have my own like makeup company, 100%. Mm-hmm. That's true, that's true. Ariana that's Grande... Choice. Cause I would love to sing like her, like you know, mm-hmm. just have her have her vocal locks, like just for a day, <laughs> just a try it out, muscle tones, you know. But yeah, either one of those. <laughs> oh, that's true. But oh my gosh, Tia, your voice is amazing. Okay? Yes, it's so good. <laughs> yes. Alrighty, let's get hey, to the next one. Next question. So, what's one thing about you that surprises people? Honestly, I think it's the. The one thing I feel like a lot of people every well, it's when you first meet me, it's like it's very like, you know, it's very kinda like this. Like I just it's very like generic, very like whatever. But um I feel like once oh, a lot of people get to know me, they they don't really know that I'm actually very weird. And I'm actually very like I uh not in a weird way. Like how do I say that? It's like it's weird but in like in a good way. Like I just feel like I'm a lot more outgoing than people um, people portray me as I feel like mm. um, and I feel like with the way that my brand is it's very like my I feel like my style is very like classy um, very elegant very um, but very modernized and like just very like clean simple like that's kind of like how my how I like to kind of um, portray my brand um, but then I feel like that also kind of like a lot of people kind of box me in that I'm kind of just a more like very like proper and like you know but I like love to have fun and I love to um you know be be quirky and weird like that's just kind of like my thing and I love that and so I feel like a lot of people don't um don't expect it because of just how I portray my my brand but um yeah I feel like that's like one thing that I feel like a lot of people don't really know or don't don't really know much about until you really get to know me and so yeah Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> I think that's really uh, interesting and common also because I think sometimes you just portray like, you know, when you're not very close, then you just portray that very like p- politically correct kind of, yes. um, uh, you know, demeanor. But actually when you get closer to people, you know, you show your little quirkier side. So that's definitely something that I can relate to as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. My question is, what are you most afraid of? I'm afraid. Oh, okay. Uh, my biggest fear is open water. If I like, 
I just have a fear of drowning. I'm like, I can't swim. I'm just not, I'm just not a swim, swim type of girl. Um, so yeah, my biggest fear for sure is like open water and not being able to, See I'm the like, bottom, right? yeah, oh my God. Yeah, absolutely not. Like I, I Kings, same. <laughs> horrible experience on a lake once. Like it was really funny because a lot of my friends, we were, we had like a little sleepover and um, one of my friends, she lives on a lake. And so I don't know why we decided to do this, but at like five o'clock in the morning, we decided to jump in the lake. I jumped in there and I was like, yeah, absolutely not. Got to get out. Got to get out real fast. <laughs> um, but yeah, it would be open water. Heights is also a kind of thing that I'm not a huge fan of, um, but spiders too. Do not love them. Oh, no. Anyone, who knows, anyone who knows me, spiders. <laughs> I do it. I do it. I see one and I'm like, no, got to gotta go. I can't. I can't do it, spiders either. Like, I see them in the corner and I'm like, yeah. So I'm either burning down the house or the spider moves. Yes. Either one. Yeah, it's got to go. It's got to go. It's so funny. My mom always says, she's like, why are you so afraid of them? Like, they're literally this big and you're like a freaking huge human. But I'm like, oh, I'm so scary. I can't. I can't do it. My dad says the exact same thing. I can't. When you said those exact words, I was like, "My dad can't." Oh, yeah, no. literally. Come on now. I'm like, it's scary. Okay, there's eight legs and looks just not in it. I'm just like, <laughs> I can't do it. And the webs, the webs. It's also the webs. I'm like, I don't know what's on there. I don't like the webs either. I don't. Like As Halloween them. decorations, sure. But yeah. if spiders made them. No thanks. Absolutely not. Period. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we go down the spider hole, which I don't want to go down anymore because I'm terrifying. I'm pretty sure I have arachnophobia at some point. <laughs> Hannah, your next question. All right, in contrast to the uh, previous question, what is your biggest strength? Biggest strength? Oh my God, that is a really good question. <laughs> I'm kind of going off of the whole, like, um, kind of like work side of me. I feel like my biggest strength and I don't know if I don't know if it's because my family just says that I talk too much. Um, but I think that my biggest strength is like really when when I meet someone, I really try my best to um, really connect with them in like a personal level. I think like that's something that I really and I don't know. I don't know if that's just me, but I just feel like um, when I first meet someone, I like try my best to you know give my full attention when they're talking and like just like stuff like that. Just like. Because I feel like a lot of people also um, don't pay attention to don't pay attention to their surroundings, and I feel like that is something that I try to do like all the time and try to make people feel like included and make people feel like have a purpose and stuff like that. And I think that's kind of one of my biggest strengths in general um, as a person. I feel like that's something that I um, thoroughly um, believe in and like. Want and, I, and like my biggest thing is I want people to always feel comfortable around me, and so yeah, I think that's something that I I, I think is like a big strength of mine. I do think you make people feel very comfortable. Oh. Yeah, I think we all feel comfortable, right, right now. Yeah, yes. it's easy to talk to you. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm like, hey, you want a group Facetime next time? Just all chat. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, and then next question: What advice would you give to your much younger self? Like, I know you're like only 19, it's, you're still quite young, but what advice yes. would you give your much younger self? The advice that I would give my younger self is to not listen to other people and to trust your gut and trust your instinct and to just have a good head on your shoulders. Because I feel like 
and nowadays too i feel like a lot of um not in just the industry but i i think like just in general i feel like a lot of people it's easier to take advantage of younger people um and so you know i i think that yeah my biggest advice that i would have given my younger self kind of like starting out in this industry is to i mean obviously you're young but to always put your foot down when you know when you feel like something's wrong or you feel like um something just doesn't sit right mm-hmm. and be like you know like, to always just kind of like stand your ground and to um, believe in your believe in your gut and to not care too much about other what other people think at the end of the day um it's you in the end it's you and yourself so you you know it really doesn't matter what anybody else thinks and um it's what's more important is your happiness and your well-being and i don't want that to sound selfish but it's just that's just kind of how it is and um you shouldn't allow people to like put you down um something that you're so proud and uh, proud and uh like accepting of yourself so yeah that's kind of what i would tell my younger self and i definitely try my best to implement that kind of stuff now um just through like Oh, okay. That's very nice actually. That's very nice advice they will give your younger self. And I think advice that anybody can like relate to now as well. So, yes, that's very beautiful that you mentioned all that. So, yes, next question farming. <laughs> Last question that we have. Okay. So, what is your eventual goal that you have for yourself as an artist? Um, my indicator of success is um in a in a perfect world, I going on tour and being able to share my music around the world is like my biggest goal and my my I guess my key to success um but honestly like the I've always said this to in interviews and just to anyone really in general that my main goal as an artist is to share my music and put a smile on someone's face like that that to me I know it sounds very kind of like cliche and everything but that's genuinely why I do what I do because like anytime that I'm performing and anytime that I get to interact with anyone, you know, through music or whatever the circumstances may be, um, if it puts a positive like impact in someone and like that to me, it's like the most important part of what, what I do and why I do it. Um, and I just want people to feel something when they're like watching me perform and, um, listening to my music is that I want them to feel something. It, it doesn't necessarily have to all be like, happiness and stuff like that if if, you know if someone's going through something or um or whatever it is like I want them to relate to my music and I want them to relate to me as like a normal human and just like Mm. just just know that I'm exactly like you guys and that I also feel things and I also go through things and um and I think it's important to kind of work together and to um and just to lift each other up lift each other up in, in a positive way that um just makes you feel normal. It makes you feel um, like your your feelings are valid. And so, yeah, that's kind of my biggest goal going on tour, but also genuinely just um, looking out for people and um, to just like, I don't know, just to to make people feel good. So, yeah. Oh, that's very nice, actually. I really that like how really nice. all the, yeah, I really like all the advice that you're giving people because I feel like it's definitely something that everybody can relate to wherever they're at in their life you know like be be somebody who uplifts people be somebody who is um like doesn't really think about what other people say be your own person i think i think that's really really beautiful advice that i my, personally i relate to as well so yes Aww. thank you very much for all the advice and all that so 
Yes. <laughs> so yes, that was really fun, and I hope that you had fun with the rapid fire questions as oh. well. Stay tuned for the next segment because that's we're going to be doing something that you will definitely not want to miss. So stick around. Welcome back to the Music Escape. We are with us, Vivi, Fang Ming, Wenhui, Hannah, Mildred, and Tia. And Tia is going to be performing a live version of her latest single, Without You. So everybody do enjoy. I was told to love someone, make a feel chosen, isn't enough. Just love and be loved, I'm hoping that you'll say I'll do, I'll do, I'll do Anything for us to, us to, us to I don't wanna let go Of what we have in this moment just so you know This is hard for me, do you want this like I, I do, I do, I do I don't wanna lose you, lose you, lose you Cause I can't live without you I'll be lost without you I know one thing that's true I'll be incomplete without you I can't live without you I'll be so lost without you I don't wanna live my life alone without you I can't live 
was a live version of Without You by Tia right here on The Music Escape. And thank you Tia for being with us today. It was very fun talking to you. And anything else you would like to share with our listeners before we end off the episode, your social media, all that? Uh, of course. I First of all, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for allowing me to be a part of your um, Music Escape series um, and just being able to kind of chit-chat with me this morning. It was really, really fun. And um, I'm, so happy, I'm so happy to be back from the two years that I saw you guys. And it still feels the exact same. And I'm very, very happy that I had the opportunity to do this and to um, share my share my story and my journey with you guys. So thank you guys so much. And all of you guys can follow me on all the social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz, YouTube at Tia G Tunes, T-E-A-G-T-U-N-E-S. Yeah, let's go. Let everybody go follow Tia to come go see what she comes up with next. And remember to stream her all her music on all major streaming platforms. And thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of The Music Escape. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bye-bye.